You're listening to NGSC Sports Radio. Hear us live on NGSCSports.com, where you can get awesome analysis on all things sports. Or check out our podcast on iHeartRadio, Spreaker, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and much more. For our latest videos, subscribe to NGSC Sports' YouTube channel. Follow us on Twitter at NGSC Sports, and like us on Facebook, NGSC Sports. We never stop. Are you looking for a place to listen to your favorite music and sports? Look no further. WLSN, the Lieb Sports and Music Network, is a web-based music and sports network. Our network was created to provide authentic, high-energy entertainment through live streaming to a national audience. We play popular music while hosting podcasts from all over the world. Curious? Check us out on the web at LeapSports.com. That's L-E-E-I-B sports.com. Or find us on the TuneIn Radio app. Got Alexa? Just say, Alexa, play WLSN on TuneIn. WLSN is America's number one blog-themed sports and music network. Hey, everyone in. Let's go. Huddle up on three. One, two, three. Huddle Huddle up. up. I don't want them to gain another yard. You blitz all night. And if they cross the line of scrimmage, I'm going to take every last one of you out. You make sure they remember forever the night they played the Titans. will keep the offense out there in a fourth and goal from the one. You want Philly food? Yeah, let's do it. Let's, let's do it. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Here we go. I would feel better at this point taking the three points. Here we go, here we go, here we go. And if you make it, it's great. But if you don't make it, it's a big momentum swing. Philly special. Philly special. Ready? Here we go, here we go. Goes directly to Clement. Clement reverses it. And it's a touchdown by Nick Foles. Let's go. Russian three, dropping eight. Uyangalale steps up, loads and throws. It's caught. It's pitched backwards, up in the air. It's on the ground, still in Clemson's hands. And now it is down. It is over. And the Irish have knocked off number one Clemson. And now, welcome everyone to the Huddle Up Podcast. We did it our way, baby! We did it! We did it! We did it! Hello everyone, welcome to the Huddle Up Podcast. We are live November the 2nd, 2021, and we are glad to be back with you for another week. Jim, Kyle, and Ernest EJ Christian 7 are back with you, and uh... Before you even say it, Kyle, yes, I kept the clip in the open. I thought maybe, just maybe, if I remind the college football playoff committee that Notre Dame beat number one Clemson last year, it, it might help them in this year's playoff standings. But we'll we'll get we'll get there. Make sure you're following us. 
yourself a bell. Look at this. I can't even dunk. He just took the alley oop and slammed it home. Sure, it was in the wrong net, but man, what a what a play. I, I miss I miss reading the sex. My fucking earphones came out for a second. The 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 sound. Well, you'll have to listen back on playback tomorrow. Um, or, or, or tonight. Or tonight. Or tonight. Make sure you follow us on social I mean, media. Like I At, mean, he does have multiple podcast outlets. You're good to go, Pondo. It's, yes, right. it's true. All, all the podcast platforms, YouTube as well. For those, Still in jail. What's that? Still in jail. <laughs> no, 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 no. You're, you're on stakeout. You're putting the bad guys in jail. Of course, with some of your takes on Twitter tonight, as he announced that EJ Christian 7, perhaps you should be jailed. They were in that. But, that stop it. But, but, your stop. Children, but your children deserve to have their father at home. I, I, hey, thank you. <laughs> you can follow the show at Huddle Up Podcast on Twitter and Facebook at Huddle Up Pod on Instagram. Subscribe on all podcast platforms. Uh, gentlemen, how are we doing this week, EJ? I am well. You know, I feel like I feel like the Giants won yesterday, even though they didn't, they didn't win. <laughs> well, at at this point, a close loss to a bad team is the best you can do. So, oh yeah, especially if you're Oregon, right? <laughs> Apparently, <Ooh. laughs> nice team. Nice Kyle coming out, and- coming out Early hot often. already. Woo! <laughs> I was gonna start, and Kyle, how are you doing this week? <laughs> Man, listen, I'm I'm busy, but I'm doing football stuff. Went to uh, talk to Gus Malzahn on Monday uh, at the press conference. Um, I have a media day event coming up on Thursday. Yeah, I, I covered, I uh, did that with the three-point conversion. Thank you for the ding and reminding me to do it properly. Ding! Um, you would have seen that uh, press conference on my Facebook page, The Student of the Game. Um, and... Uh, <laughs> Though not announced yet, there is another media event I will be uh, attending for uh, UCF Hoops on Thursday. So look out for that. And uh, just because he deserves the shouts, you may see my original Aaron Evans painting behind me. Starting this week, he will be painting a new mural at the Bounce House. So, you know, give, 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 the, uh, give the Frog King your uh, respect, ladies and gentlemen. Anyway. Very nice. Yes, sir. You know, I was going to start this week with talking about what we learned out of the Big Ten this past weekend, but I, I feel like we just have to just go right into the the, the Wait, big the big right topic in? of the uh, of the week of the night. Um, right into it, huh? Going okay, minus. Let me, let me get ready. <laughs> it's fresh. It's fresh. This shit's fucking literally like within two hours. It's, so like it's no. hot off the presses, man. Um, oh, let's go. So we will start with the official. College football playoff rankings, the first one of the season. Uh, then we will get to uh, what our top six would be. Uh, and I feel like, well, at least two of us on the panel will be a, a little bit closer to what it actually should be. Um, but <laughs> but let's let's start with it. I'm going to put the whole graphic here. If you watch Ooh, on the video fancy. side. Um, fancy. That's funny. I have the same graphic on my desktop. We'll play it, too. <laughs> very nice. Um you know, let, let's let's start in the in in the top ten. I mean, you you can you can view and look and see elsewhere from from eleven to twenty five. Um, but Notre Dame checks in at ten. Wake Forest nine. Oklahoma checking in at eight. Uh, Michigan seven. Cincinnati six. Ohio State five. Oregon four. Michigan State three. Alabama two. And obviously, no surprise, the Georgia Bulldogs. Uh, on top at number one uh, in the first standing. So um, let's start Let's start between seven and ten because I know we're going to have some thoughts about yes. the top six. 
Um, but from seven to ten, uh, Michigan, Oklahoma, Wake Forest, Notre Dame, uh, Kyle. What do you think about seven to ten? Um, listen, it pains me to do it, and normally I wouldn't defend them. And and really, frankly, it's their own damn fault for competing with juggernauts like Jacksonville. St- I mean FSU <laughs> and Purdue and Toledo in close games. But Wake Forest has no damn business in the top 10. And though there are great minds who have warped themselves into thinking that Wake Forest is an actual formidable team and that the ACC is a credible football conference, um, you want to put them at 10 because they're at the head of their conference and they're undefeated. All right, fine. It's kind of dumb. But, hey, this isn't like the playoff is being played tomorrow. Put a conference leader at 10. Notre Dame should be no lower than ninth on this list. Everything else here, generally speaking, I'm happy with, I'm especially happy that Oklahoma is this low. Yes. Yeah, I mean, looking at Wake Forest's schedule, like, their best win is 45, (laughs) like 40, their best win is. Yeah, exactly. Like, is it 45 to 7 over Duke? Uh, Is it... uh, is I'll it the 35 what, 14 we over Florida State? Like, if we were looking at basketball rankings, that would be damn impressive. They should yeah. be much higher than nine. Right. Yeah. My gosh. No. Like, I, I, I knew it was bad, but I didn't think it was that bad. Yeah. You, um, or yeah. You, you know, it, well, it's it, brutal. EJ, your thoughts on seven to 10? No, Kyle hit the nail on the head. Like, you know, if, if you're going to put Wake Forest in the top 10, fine, do that. But 10 should be the absolute ceiling. I mean, Notre Dame has a better case of being closer to that than anything else. No, I, I think uh, you know, you know, they they, they should be really in, in, involved. Now, the big story tonight, really, to be honest, outside the top six and debating that, and we'll get to that in a second. Obviously, there's a lot of fighting we're going to be having here. The committee is listening to the to the fans and people. A lot of people are saying Oklahoma should not be anywhere near close. We've been saying you've been saying, especially to Kyle and the committee. Came through. I, I'm surprised the committee put them not only low, but this low. Make sure you add the words in this example. There you go. I think that's the, the that's the Let's, key right. verbiage there. In in the oak in the case of the Oklahoma Sooners, the the committee got it right. And um, add please two more keywords, Jim. For now. For now, yes. No, I mean, there's not. obviously things. Uh, will change and play out and evolve over the over the final month or month plus here of the the college football season, and that that's another thing is like I can look at these rank and it, it, no different than like in years past when Notre Dame at times was too low or too high depending on what side of the fence you're sitting on. My argument was always to people: there's still a month left. This is the first one. This isn't the last one. Um, and, and, and those who are Notre Dame haters, there's plenty of room for them to drop. It's not like Notre Dame has an impressive win on their schedule right now. No offense. No, they do, they don't. You're right. They're, I'd say their most impressive win was probably this past Saturday against North Carolina, who's not even in the top 25. Who's only impressive by association. Oh, wait. No, never mind. I lie about that because <laughs> Notre Dame has a top 25 win over number 21, Wisconsin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which how very well how them and iowa are where they are and and a few other teams outside of that top 10 are where they are right. you, um, you know jim yes it's kind of funny you mentioned that how iowa got so much press and love my good friend <laughs> gary barta who's been doing a lot of the speaking swearing up and down according to statements uh <clears throat> quoted on twitter and 
<clears throat> the social medias and other places, he proclaims and swears that no preseason rankings or, or previous, um, I don't have the exact wording in front of me because I all the stuff I pulled up, I didn't pull up that tweet. Sorry, my bad. I have to work on that, you know, but here's what I can do. I can stall and quickly open up the tweet in front of my face. On the uh, CFP conference call, Chair Gary Barta, the committee starts with no prior assumptions. We don't think about what happened in previous years. Preseason polls do not come into discussion. Now, Jim, you're probably wondering, you fat bastard, why are you hijacking my show to read that dribble that no one actually believes? That is a great question, and this is why you're a good host, Big Jim. Please tell me the position held by Gary Barta. Do you know? I didn't tell uh, just this evening. I, I, I did. Why don't, why don't, you know, I'll do the good host. Kyle, who is Gary Barta? Right you are, friend. <laughs> he is the athletic director of Iowa. Oh, oh. how convenient. Carry on. Iowa who? Exactly. Um, Was that two losses now? Yeah, I believe, right? Yeah. Um, and the world, look, sometimes the world comes at you fast, doesn't it? It, it, it certainly <laughs> does. It certainly does. Um, you, the hell. you know, I, I was... I, I was happy to see they put Michigan despite the loss this weekend where they were. Um, I thought it was going to mean that Michigan State was higher. Um, although some can make the argument that the, that the actual 2-3 positioning doesn't necessarily matter because those two teams are going to play each other. But unfortunately, in this case, I think it does. And let's look at those top six. Well, before we do that, Jim, I have to be a fair and true journalist here and, and recognize that for those who think that Notre Dame is ranked too high, bottom of the list, Tyrone Willingham, former Stanford, Notre Dame, and Washington head coach. You think you think Willingham's going to give, give Notre Dame the benefit of the doubt? I mean, um, well, they well, did overpay him, so he might. <laughs> <laughs> he, cer he certainly did get overpaid at Notre Dame. Not as overpaid as Charlie Weiss, but he did get overpaid nonetheless. Uh, um, <laughs> Look at the <Mel's> face. <laughs> do you get that I'm not done yet, bitch's face? I mean, Kyle, you, do you have more to say about the teams? No, not in this segment. Okay. <laughs> he's, he's, he's getting these. He's, he's, he's waiting. He is just waiting. He's. He's like oh. a firework waiting to launch. And for those that are wondering, I, I did this tonight so I could be in the same state of mind as the committee before I put this show together. <laughs> oh, God. Um, all right, let's look at the top six. Nobody's arguing Georgia at number one. So that's, that <laughs> one's they easy. They got two things right. They, they got this one right, and they got Oklahoma right. Good job. Now, Alabama at number two. Okay. This is where I have the problem with Alabama at number two. It's not that I don't necessarily think Alabama belongs in the top four, because right now I I personally still have them in my top four, which we'll get to. My problem is them at number two tells me that they are in a prime position to absolutely remain in the top four at the end, because the committee has made the statement now that a loss to a mediocre at best team who is too highly ranked at 13 in Texas A&M, is okay by the committee's standards for Alabama. And that's what that's wherein lies the problem because they are setting up right now that a upset win over a 
team in your in your in your conference that is ranked higher than you means less than than a loss to a mediocre team that is in your conference because if it did Michigan State would be above Alabama mm-hmm. like hey, it, listen, man. but you know mm-hmm. what I mean like there's 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 so many to me there's so many bad messages that the committee is sending because what this tells me is Alabama wins out Georgia wins out the two teams play each other and by all accounts, it should probably be a close game. And it doesn't matter who wins that game because those two teams, if it's close, are going to be in the final four. And that's are we, are we sure though? Let's say Georgia beats Alabama, but let's say some of these teams hold on Alabama two losses and say Ohio State runs runs the table and let's it say, won't matter. Give me a give me a point spread on the conference championship game. Seven or less. I would say Georgia by two and a half. Okay, then the answer is yes. Then Alabama's Alabama in. Still get in. Because if I, if Ohio State runs the table, that means Michigan State's out. So Ohio State's in, but Michigan State obviously is not. Michigan State would have would play them in the conference championship in your scenario. They're uh, actually playing for weeks too. Also. Yeah, they play in a couple of weeks. I, I didn't check the schedule yet, but I'm, I'm yeah. The Big I'm, Ten has a lot of shit be going on, and the the Big Ten right now is the most interesting conference right now of the entire year going forward, sure. based on these rankings because a lot of what's happened in the last couple of weeks are Big Ten related. Iowa number two, goodbye. Yeah. You know, yeah. Michigan yeah. State, yeah. all these things. Penn State was a, was a, was a threat for a little while, goodbye. So the Big Ten has been the has been the conference that's been had most of the moving and shakers in the in this uh, top six, we will. Say, uh, EJ, you hey. mentioned Penn State. John Urschel, former Penn State offensive lineman, member of the committee. <laughs> wow. Um, but... so, well, one thing I want to add too, Jim, I, okay. I, I appreciate the frustration from that point of view, but I don't feel like we, the three of us, can attack that particular ranking, especially today, right? Because what they're doing is they're, they've set it up to where these games have still not been played, right? Yeah. Just as we have in our own rankings on occasion. I wanted to see the outcome of what happened in East Lansing before I took Michigan out, for example. I saw it. That's probably going to change my rankings. If sure. I didn't, I would suck at college football, or at least analyzing it, right? Sure. Right. We have made the conversation and points ourselves already about the craziness in the Big Ten and the SEC and about that being a close game. And I'll admit my bias up front with the FC, uh, SEC more than the committee does, I'm sure. Hold on. Let me get myself committee ready. <laughs> <laughs> the SEC is head and shoulders above. Yeah. As, as I joke all the time, it's the best college football money can buy. But what if you don't believe that that's going on, it matters more in the South. Programs in the SEC are generally better unless they're named Texas and Oklahoma. And technically, they're not in there yet. Right. So, <laughs> so uh, I don't feel like we can credibly go after the committee yet for uh, uh, Alabama's place placement. Now, should they blow, let's say, the Iron Bowl and they're still in the top four? Nope. Well, I think any loss outside of the SEC title game, right, is is. Oh yeah, absolutely. It writes well, them that, out. That, that's why I picked that game as a right. particular. You know, and regardless of Auburn being whatever they are in the top fifteen, like it, it, that, yeah. that doesn't matter. If Alabama loses any other game besides the SEC, you know, the the SEC title game. Let uh, me say this quick though, about Alabama. Your point is valid. Like, do I do I personally think Alabama's the second best team in college football right now? Personally, yes. 
I think if they play Michigan State, they'll beat Michigan State. If they play Oregon, they'll beat Oregon. See, but the, the point is no, 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 no. I, I get what you're saying. Oh, you, oh you're, 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 no, no. Your point is about about the argument about you know Michigan State should be ahead of them. Whatever. That's valid. I agree. I you know, like I said, I'm okay with them number two. You know, there's an argument. You can debate that. Maybe number three or four, maybe even four. But I'm not going to lose sleep. I'm going to be number two right now. To be honest with you. So see, but that's that's what makes that's that's the problem is even guys who um, aren't on the committee but are out there with credible voices. Guys we talked to, guys that swung in and defended you on Twitter tonight, um, <laughs> make bad assumptions. You names here? So they'll pop? No, I'm not going to do that to him because he doesn't deserve it. Okay? Everyone's allowed a mistake. Heck, I let oh, you get away man. with plenty, and I still dunk on you 30 times a show. So... Also, he was my boss at one point. I got to respect that. It's true. So... Uh, <laughs> so... Um, Ooh. What's that? That's it. Sub one. <laughs> That's his name, sort of. This is why you're a dick, EJ. Anyways, <laughs> um, so what text him? The the whole piece comes up where the comment is made. Hey, I agree with these six, but Cincinnati's schedule is awful. They never beat the ACC. The next ranked ACC is effing ninth, and they don't belong there. Both these things can't be true, and I point that out. Mm-hmm. That this is the insanity that takes place. And it's all because you have people who are in the system making decisions like this. Right. Okay. And also, there's not a clear set of rules. I, I love being allowed for the eyeball test, but certain rules have to be made for the statements like the one we see. Well, they can never compete in the um, ACC. First of all, look at the rep- records, ladies and gentlemen. They're constantly better. Against the ACC, the ACC can't beat the AAC. It doesn't happen yeah. unless it's South Florida, and you know that's why they're about ready to get jettisoned. But the punchline <laughs> is, um, there's just some sort of line of debarkation has to be built because it allows the committee to move the goalpost. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and and. and... You know, for for me, it's like I don't I I have I have a problem with Michigan State not being above Alabama. I don't have a problem with Oregon being above Ohio State. Um, but I I have my 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 problem is, you know, they're they're saying that like wins matter, and I I saw a quote. I don't have the exact quote in front of me, but it you know something along the lines of like what. You know, Cincinnati, you know, went into Notre Dame and they they, they won, but like what else have they done? They won there in, right. They won convincingly against Notre Dame, who is okay. number ten in 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 your in, in the committee's top ten this week. Correct. You possibly know, thanks to Ty Willingham. Possibly. You can make that argument. I don't Yeah. Um but it's not a good look. We'll leave it there, Jim. I'm mostly joking, but you have to admit it's not a good look. I, I I think you're even more jaded about the committee than I am. So I think you're, you're damn right. I am. You know, I think I told you this would happen months ago, and you fought me hard. I did. Remember, you're right. I did, and you know, now I'm sitting here going, "Fuck, Kyle was right," which sucks, but I'll say it. Um, it's hard to admit that, believe me. I, I do it all the time. I'm like, fuck. But like, <laughs> you, you would know most of our wins, you? Exactly. Anyways, but I, yeah, like my like my my biggest my like my biggest problem in this. 
is Cincinnati at six. Because, again, Michigan State, if if they run the table, they are going to be in. So right. it's, it's not a huge problem that they're at three, not above Alabama. If yeah. Ohio State runs the table, right. they're going to be in. Right, exactly. So it doesn't necessarily matter that they're below Oregon at this point. If Oregon right. runs the table based on what we see tonight, they are probably going to be in regardless of what happens around them. My problem is you have a team – that went in and beat at the time what were they fourth fifth in the country wow. they're tenth in this ranking oh, Cincinnati okay. beat Notre Dame broke a twenty seven game home winning streak at in South Bend yeah. something that a at the time number one Clemson team couldn't do a year ago <laughs> you know and and so you're gonna tell me that a loss to a then unranked team. Mm-hmm. For Alabama is still gonna there's that, that's still gonna put you at number two. That a loss to a what then I don't remember what Oregon was when they played Ohio State, but like the number it doesn't add up. The, the 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 rules and standards don't add up if you really start digging into how Cincinnati is at six when right. everybody else around them. Well, let me identify the problem real quick. Okay, no, the, the six teams are in, in the bubble. Six teams are correct. These six belong in the bubble. Yes. But now, one again, of those teams can't win the ACC. Right. Okay. Well, yeah. My issue right now is four through six. Let's defend some more quick. Ohio State's too high. Yeah. Let's fix that. Problem. My reaction to Oregon being number four, why they should be there, is because if the committee sees Ohio State as a number five team in this thing, based on this um, rankings, then Oregon has to be number four by default because they have that head to head win over that said team. Now, personally, if you ask me how it should be ranked, I agree with Kyle. Cincy number four, absolutely. Since you, it should be Cincy four, Oregon five, Ohio State six. That's how it should be, personally, in my opinion. Based on the rankings they, they put out, it's Oregon should be ahead of Ohio State, no matter how you slice it, because they, they have that head win against that team. That's my, my biggest problem with, with, with this, the six here. The, the six is correct in terms of the, in terms of the teams that are in the bubble, but I think if if I was ranking it, I would have Cincy four, because that again number ten order name. I, I, James has said it; it's co- it's correct. Oh, he's, um, he's but, James now, ladies and gentlemen. I, <laughs> James, <laughs> James. No, no, no. But seriously, I am reacting. When, and when I was saying on Twitter, it was reacting to what they were telling me. And if you're telling me the Ohio State is the five best team, best team in the country based on the rankings, then Oregon by default should be number four based on the HUD headwind against. Ohio State. All for me, the reason the reason I have Oregon above Ohio State has more to do with what I've seen from Ohio State over the last couple weeks. Yes, I combine the fact that Oregon beat Ohio State. That's a matter more than anything else. That's a matter more than anything else. That's ridiculous. I I t- I I don't agree. Wholly. If, you're going, if you're going tit for tat, if both teams are right, right next to each other, what's the tiebreaker? I don't, well, I don't think it should matter most, and th- this is my point. I don't think it should matter most because the reason I the reason I put Oregon because my top six this week: Georgia, Michigan State, Alabama, Cincinnati, Oregon, Ohio State. And the reason I have Oregon above Ohio State is because they beat them, but also because what I have seen from Ohio State, and particularly this past weekend against a not good Penn State team, and Ohio State, it was the first quote-unquote real competition, and I don't even know what that actually means, 
But since the loss to Oregon, and it was at home, at night, and they did not look convincing against a bad Penn State team. Fair point. We and I agree on the four through six, though. We agree on that. Right. So, so yes, Oregon is above them. Oregon has a bad loss. That that's a fact. That loss to Stanford is bad. But to me, it's also it's about Ohio State in their first anything that resembles competition since the loss to Oregon did not look convincing. And again, it was at home. So that you know, that's you've lost at home and you have a bad win against a bad team at home. So to me, that it's not just because Oregon won. A a head to head is not the be all end all, but in this case, for me, it played a factor. And I know in the past that Ohio State has been penalized thus, losing to an unranked team and then being excluded from the playoff to let Oklahoma in again in past years. But I'm not even going to take that into account here. Oh, fun. Remember we used to debate that a couple years ago? That was fun, wasn't yeah. it? That, yeah, yeah. But, of course, Mr. Barta of Iowa, who is the athletic director there, has told us that no preconceptions are entered into this. <clears throat> so let's take that off the table. Which, okay, go ahead. I heard somebody say that Ohio State is ranked too high. Okay. And I would ask what their quality win is. Ohio State? Yeah. The quality win is just Penn State. I was waiting for so they So that. they don't have oh, one. Sorry. But no, 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 no. No, it's good that you said Wait, Kyle, it. ask that question again. <laughs> reverse it. Reverse it. Ask- go, go. So my question to you gentlemen is, what is Ohio State's big win? Also a fair response, and kind of what I did expect from Jim. But, hey, EJ, I'm going to give you credit. You were on point being an actual football analyst in that moment, and thank you for it. Go Heat, bitch. Anyways, so, which is interesting. So if But, Jason, you don't get to play the rankings based on what you think will happen. Even if you you claim you know it will happen, you don't get to base that into the rankings this week. Yeah, and and Jason, to your point, it very well could be there still could be time. And then I'd laugh that you actually think Michigan's going to beat Ohio State. Anyways. um, I don't think so now. Uh, uh, That's unfortunate. I hate Ohio State. At any rate, um, so if Ohio State is too high because all they've done is beaten, a.k.a. Jim's favorite Nittany Lions, what is Oregon then building its temple on? Oh, so let me get this straight. They beat a wannabe team that's ranked too high. I agree. That is only beaten. And you want to tell me Oregon belongs in there over Cincinnati. Well, what's the win that Cincinnati has? Why, it's a 10th top 10 ranked team. Granted, on the road, they competed on the road. Thank you for that addition, sir. And granted, all that Notre Dame has done since is going to overtime against a team that lost to Jacksonville State. No, that was bu- that was before line. that game, dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> hey, at least I didn't bring up Pitt and triple overtime, which them at number twenty-five. I thought you better, gay. See, I don't need a soundboard. I am my soundboard, motherfuckers. All right, Joe Buck yourself. that's the problem with me being my soundboard is if joe nails it and i'm paralyzed with laughter i'm just screwed anyway i think you all agree though really be (laughs) no we don't you defended oregon quite vehemently sir 
I defended the Canadians in public. I can pull it up now and have Jim put it on the damn screen. About how you're okay with the top four. And don't give me this fence straddling bullcrap again because I don't want you hurting that part of your body. Your wife might need it later, okay? That's true. Stop straddling the fence and recognize what you said. Okay? All right? And here's the thing. Oh, no, I've been, listen, y'all fools, like, people who I respect burn me in my, like, in my very soul tonight. Obviously, that doesn't include a Patriots fan, but. Oh. <laughs> we haven't gotten to the NFL yet. Um, wow, Mr. Sarcasm, yeah. I don't care. <laughs> but, so we asked these questions of Cincinnati, who the big win is, and you got bupkis for me. Listen, I personally don't have a problem with Bama at two. You want to put Michigan State at two and Bama three? Cool. I've had it. The hell ever. The other thing that it might actually let the committee do is look credible for 30 bleeping seconds that you aren't just shoving a middle finger in the face of the G5 again. Okay? You don't have any excuses this time. And so let's fast forward to the end of the year and let's say that Cincinnati is kept out and they beat a I don't know, Michigan in a ball game as an at-large as the G5 has the opportunity to do, a la UCF beating Auburn and then later recruiting their coach. Um, <laughs> and they win that game. And then they give them, they, they assert themselves as national championships and everyone is going to mock them for it. I ask you gentlemen, what other recourse do these schools have? Because no one's going to schedule them. They're too damn scared. I mean, Notre Dame wasn't scared. <laughs> How'd that go? Um, and yeah, they were scared. Oh, they still haven't yeah. UCF yet either for that, Jim. Anyways, <clears throat> so he didn't like that. <laughs> I mean, Notre Dame lost. I, I don't know what you want me to say. Notre Dame lost to Cincinnati, but they scheduled them. And they lost. And they're, too scared. and they're still too scared to schedule UCF, even though, you know. I mean, they beat UCF this year, so maybe they should have scheduled them and not Cincinnati. God, with all those injuries, you probably would have. <laughs> oh. <laughs> do, you, do you think what I'm saying is straddling the fence, though? All Absolutely. I'm, I, I'm you, said one thing, you said one thing on Twitter, and then you came on here and changed your answer. No, 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 Absolutely no, 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 no. Absolutely no, I, 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 I know I, you're doing it because that's some stuff you steal. I re no, I'm reacting to their rankings. Listen, if you're placing Ohio State number five, then Oregon should be ahead of them. No matter how you slice it, okay? Since he should be number four, though, I agree. Right, but didn't you say that you agreed? Yes, he did. With the with the four and the six, like you no, you agreed no, 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 with no, the no, 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 I didn't say with the four and six. I said I said I gave the six teams in the six in the bubble. Um, That's what I said. But if you're gonna if if you're putting Ohio State's number five team in the country, then Oregon has to be ahead of them. Not I slice it. Personally, I, it, sh it should be 64, okay. Oregon 5. That's, that's where your statement gets even more ridiculous. EJ, how many unranked teams have, has Ohio State lost to? How many unranked teams or ranked teams? How many unranked teams has Ohio State lost to? None. That'll be all. So I know Oregon lost it, but again, they beat Ohio State, though. So then you're moving the goalpost. At some how many, point, how many uh, unranked teams has Cincinnati lost to? That would also be the same number. And they also have a ranked win on their belt. There you go. <laughs> top 10, I would add. Okay? So no a current top 10, not even a at-the-time top 10. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Which is, which well, is another me, different thing. That, let me allow, allow myself, let me clean up my, my spilled milk here, okay? Here it goes. Cincy four, Oregon five, Ohio State six. That's a way when, and when this, you run for office, I want you to skip the state level and go straight to Capitol Hill, EJ. I'm just saying. Make America great. No. <laughs> that was really I've never heard a man of color do a Trump impression that good before. That was, that was good. Hey man, I got that shit down pack now. <laughs> Don't be rude. China. Wait, give me your best China. China. <laughs> China, China, China. China. <laughs> no, I want him to do it. I know you got it. Um, catching up on a couple questions here. He goes, uh, Jason says the thing that's busted is say Notre Dame wins the rest of their games. Does it help Cincinnati's placement? Absolutely. It, it should. should. It, it strengthens their resume. If everybody well, else is going to use. The problem is, though, is that the Big Ten has teams that were involved. Ohio State, Michigan State, all have big games ahead, which means they're. Does Notre Dame play Wake Forest? They don't this year. The no. Okay, no. so they don't. Do they play anybody in the ACC that's ranked? Notice I said didn't say. I don't good, believe I said so. Ranked. Let me let me pull okay. up the schedule. I don't think, I don't think there's a there's a great game left on the schedule. No, no. Virginia, Georgia, Navy, Virginia, Georgia Tech, Stanford. So let me and while that's a great question, I'm going to have to be real, not cynical, and say no. There's not a damn thing. That Cincinnati can do to help themselves anymore. No, no, no. They need help. Them coming in at six this week in the in the official rankings says they need help. They this, and let me let, let me close the door on my conspiracy theory. Here's okay. what the committee should have done to pull their underhanded bullshit. Oh, I cursed. Oh well. Um, ain't, ain't gonna hurt my feelings, <laughs> right? This committee should have put them at four, and as the rest of the college football world takes care of business if they do oh gosh we just we don't have enough evidence to keep the bearcats in oh and their seed looks like the chick-fil-a logo oh no okay that you would have had a fighting chance at looking credible but you didn't do anything different than you did to ucf in 2018 or 17 for that matter and i'm not using that example because i cover them i'm using them as another g5 that you've screwed and you did the same thing to memphis Okay, this is why teams are jumping to the Big 12. Here's the ultimate con, gentlemen. They jump from the G5 into the P5 ranks, thus making the G5 weaker, further asserting control of what's going on overall. They've hustled both sides of the road, gentlemen, and that's what we're observing. I'm sorry, Jim, but my, my cynicism was absolutely correct here. I'm not. Dis- I'm not disputing with you on that one now. At this point. You know why? Because even if, even if they do their job, and let's say even some of the Big Ten teams get knocked out, if Oklahoma keeps winning, they'll probably get favor over Cincinnati. And I hate Correct. that. That's so- when I. That's when I put Twitter down because um, one of my would-be teammates at this place I can't announce yet, um, started going through the different. This team does this. This and if all of them fail, then Oklahoma's. I'm out. I see. I don't. <laughs> I'm not saying it won't happen because I've made that mistake already once this year, but um, I, I don't I don't see how Oklahoma. I mean, I, I personally don't see Oklahoma getting through the rest of their schedule if we're being I totally don't. honest about it. <laughs> I'm I don't think so either. But at Baylor this can. weekend, at Oklahoma State in two weeks, and then if you survive those, a Big Twelve title game. I I don't see 
right. Oklahoma passing this, this is the assumption they went out. I'm saying if they went out the schedule though, and let's say some Big Ten teams end up losing on, on the top end by the end of the year, they will get more favor over Cincinnati. It's not fucking fair. I get it. Well, but, but I mean, here's the thing: the, the the Big Ten, Michigan State at three, Ohio State at five, Michigan at seven. At least fine. two of those teams will find their way out. Yes. Yeah. But it's it, simple math because Michigan State plays Ohio State and Ohio State and Michigan play each other. So, what about, what about Iowa? Well, <laughs> no. The, the yeah, winner. Gary Barta. The winner of the Big Ten, I guess, East and West. The East winner would play the current West leader, Wisconsin, in the Big Ten. Big Ten title game, which right. tells you how lopsided those divisions are. Wow. Right, um, exactly. <laughs> well, and basically, here's the question to pose. You guys are all making the great points about destiny and who can control this and who can see themselves out. Who is the one in the top six that has the least control of what they can do? The least control? Yes. Cincinnati. That'll be all. Yeah. And it sucks. But yeah, they, they, they need help. And it, it, it's... It's it's fucking shitty because but, they've done everything in front of them. And then the powers that be or the fans want to give UCF flack for promoting an NCAA-sanctioned, by the way, national championship by way of the Kali Matrix. I'm not going to bore you to explain that unless you really want it. But they, are, they didn't claim a championship. One of the polls sanctioned by the NCAA had them at the number one spot. Now, there was a lot of statistical anomalies that made it happen, but hey, UCF going undefeated in and of itself is a statistical anomaly. But I digress. So I say again, what recourse do these teams have? I I think I'm done for the moment. I don't want to get too drunk. I got more pods to do tonight. (laughs) Before we get to um, a different style of, of like pickums this weekend uh, just looking back because there's only one game with two top 25 teams against each other so I'm not I'm not going down that road I'm going down a similar road that we went down a couple weeks ago but looking back at the big 10 games from this past weekend the two big ones obviously Michigan State Michigan and Ohio State Penn State um what's the biggest takeaway you guys have from those games this past weekend EJ I mean, we have to revisit this Jim Harbaugh thing again, I guess. I mean, do we? I, I mean, we're going to. We're going to regardless. Yeah, I mean, but you know, even, even though he's seven to one, even I mean, because again, at but this why? Point, but, we're, but, but my my problem with that statement because mm-hmm. I saw it over the weekend is if you can't watch what that team did this weekend and see a, and and this for quite frankly this entire season it's the thing we've talked about. If you can't look at this this year's team compared to, and I'm not even counting last year. Go back to two years ago, three years right. ago, four years mm-hmm. ago. If you can't look at this year's team and see that there is a difference in this year's team versus previous teams, then I don't know what to tell you. Because pre- no, right, previous right. Michigan teams would, would have been dead at halftime in multiple games this year. Yeah. If I'm you're like, if you're going like to give a guy no an extension, different. if you're going to give a guy an extension, you're going to give him an opportunity to clean clear staff and to retool things similar to what Notre Dame did with Brian Kelly after the four and eight season. 
you okay. have to give it more than eight games to make it happen. And like I said, if you if you can't look at the at the, this game and other games this season and see that there's, I'm not saying he's perfect. I'm not saying that you should give this guy ten more years, but I think you should give him a hell of a lot more than eight games if you're going to give him the opportunity to clear the etch a sketch and start over with the drawing. You have to give it more than eight games, and this team is different. Now, are they going to are they going to beat Penn State? Are they going to beat Ohio State? I don't know. But this team is different. This team would not have even been in a position to come back at you know at the end when you go down, come back at different points throughout this season when you went down. So I don't think you need to revisit the hardball thing with Michigan. No, and nor nor should we honestly do that. I'm not saying we should do that. I'm not saying my default is gonna But it's, it's gonna happen. You're right. No, it's it's, it's already happening. Fucking conference and it is what it is. Um should you get fired? No, should not get fired. Because I mean, again, will we say all the time Kyle about this? Come on, fire him. What's the idea? Get someone better. Who's out right. better than Jim right now? <laughs> Good luck with that. Or maybe Ed Ordron? Jesus Christ! I'm, I'm, I'm saying, I mean, that's my point. Though. Hey, I mean, hey, are you gonna? Tim, don't you disparage? I that friendly man. I like Coach O, but <laughs> come on now. I mean, saying, are, are I you are you gonna look at Cincinnati with Luke Fickle? Are you gonna go that route? Which is a which is a fair route. Nick Fickle, uh, Chad Greenwell. Um, Let's be real. They they he shot the ball in the Ohio State games, the Michigan State games. I get that, but he's still a quality coach in college football. Holly A might be Ohio State. His name is Alabama. And, right. and in occasional and, Iowa. And again, the thing the thing I've said for years with, with him is, is if you look at where Michigan was when he when he took over, compared to where Ohio State was, compared to where Penn State was, compared to where even Michigan State was at the time. If you can't see that that he is making that program better. I, I don't know even how to talk football with people. <laughs> you deserve to, deserve, deserve to be in the middling of the Big Ten. You know, right. it, you know, it, it's – and here's the thing. I, and I'm not I, – I think I learned more about Michigan State this weekend. Because, no, I know I did. you know, because I thought that Michigan State – and because I said last week, Michigan State and Michigan had similar resumes coming in. But I thought, eh, Michigan State's just going to be Michigan State. You know, it's, 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 it's the, you know, it's the old adage, but they are who we thought they were at, at some, at some Thank point, at some point they were going to do it. But, but Michigan state surprised me this weekend. Um, Ohio state didn't surprise me. I actually, I, Penn state probably surprised me more in Ohio state because they actually put up an effort in Columbus, but Ohio state, I, I, it didn't surprise me that they struggled because I don't think they're as good as people want to make them out to be. Um, one last thing to wrap up uh, conspir- conspiracy, the conspiracy theory portion of what I'm saying. Um, gentlemen, are you aware of where College Game Day is going to be this weekend? Cincinnati. Isn't it interesting that they make that pick on Monday, knowing those rankings are going to come out Tuesday, and then Saturday, what do you think is going to be drowning the College Game Day discussion? Because Kyle, that would have happened anyway. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> but let's also keep in mind how much, in the past at least, not this season, that the game day crew would bring up ES uh, would bring up UCF during their bye weeks. They're playing 
the card of controversy and get it up front. Gentlemen, this is a multimedia conglomerate of me, uh, 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 that knows exactly how to manipulate tools um, and get them thinking name- the wrong way. Tools, for example, that tweet out, so the committee, so the committee's top four, I have little to no problem with. Oregon's win in Columbus must count for something. Quote unquote, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, what? Is, what is the? Let me find the tweet. I said the. I, I tweeted this as the 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 playoff ranking show is coming on the air. I said uh, the production value that ESPN puts into we're going to screw over more deserving teams to put in less deserving big conference schools is nauseating. I mean, and it is. I mean, it's it's a it's a it is a major production. Um, but uh, let's let's go this way. Um, like I said, I'm not gonna. I think it's what Auburn and A and M is your is your top twenty five head to head. We're gonna look at the nine teams in the top ten that are playing this weekend. Um, and we can we you know somewhat rapid fire these. Um, okay. you can go longer form if you need to. But are any of these teams? And you get to laugh at the first one. Are any of these teams on upset alert? Missouri at number one, Georgia, this Saturday at noon. Missouri, yeah! <laughs> My answer to that one. No. Uh, Hell no. <laughs> yeah, um, on that one because it, it, yeah, it's uh, yeah. Yeah, that one's easy. I'm just going to move to the next one. Number five, Ohio State at Nebraska, Saturday at noon. Even easier. No, their head coach has two winning seasons, and one of them is an undefeated season. And I think he's losing. I think he's losing his mind and that locker room. So no, EJ. Yeah. No. No. Come on. No. Number nine, Wake Forest at North Carolina Saturday at noon on ABC. This is of the bunch here. Is the one that if you were going to look at an upset alert would be the one. I absolutely say yes on this one. I don't know what happened, but I'm just saying this is the one. I don't because Sam Howell is the most overrated quarterback in college football. Well, I'm not saying what happened. I'm just saying this that's what would one be the one alert. In the words of Dave Chappelle, that's right. I said it. <laughs> I said it. <laughs> uh Tulsa at number six, Cincinnati, Saturday, three thirty on ESPN two. Last year I would have said a hell yes, but they've lost too much material on offense. This is how's the song go? Hail to the now now. Hail to <laughs> Very Let's nice. Move on. Let's move on because we, we know the answer to that question. Uh, number three, Michigan State at Perdon. 3.30 on ABC. They played Notre Dame pretty close. <laughs> they were in the top 25 at one point, Kyle. So, yes, it, according to Gary Barca. Barca. So if I'm ranking these, this would be the second game of, the, of this bunch. It would be the weird, pop, could be weird, frisky game frisky there's the word i gotta drop it in man come on but no you're you're insulting the word frisky i'm just saying that if there's a game that of the two game you know the the eight games is fucking slot that maybe one these two that's it the the only way is if michigan state is still looking back at their win over michigan uh, but right now, I don't see that happening. So I'm going to say that's no. such a pretty win. Oh, my God, what just happened? <laughs> Jim, not saying this is going to happen, but we've seen that play out with a lot of teams in the top 10 sure. this year. They win a big game one week, and the very next fucking week, they lose to a game you should have lost. I would that's be more concerned. Jets, right? <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I would, I would be so. more concerned about this game for Michigan State if their game against Ohio State was next week. 
If you if this was like the oh, of course, I mean if this was the buffer between two big games, but you have Maryland next week, so I don't think I don't think you're going to catch Michigan State looking back and ahead at the same time. So I say but no. If they had the other one, you would be in Admiral Akbar mode. It's a trap. It's a trap. Uh, all right, Navy at Add number it. Navy at number ten, Notre Dame, uh, three thirty on NBC and Peacock. Um, yeah. j- just because Notre Dame hasn't been the best at, at at i mean even the last couple of weeks their offense has been moving better the oh, the limiting right. of possessions that navy does i will say yes on this one okay here's what will really happen they'll be up by 30 and jim will still be tweeting about the defensive pass interference that happens with five minutes left in the fourth quarter you're goddamn right well done it's like a cowboys fan oh wait yeah um, Navy, Navy wins. Let's move on. Why do Cowboys fans impact you, EJ? <laughs> I say they're not the, they're not in the Patriots division. Shut uh, up. LSU at, <laughs> LSU at number two, Alabama Saturday seven o'clock on ESPN. Two years ago, when I was said this would be uh, upset alert, but no. I'm gonna say the stupid thing and say because they're in the same conference and because I've seen moments of weakness of Alabama screwing off against Florida. I would say this is one of my top two that I'm most inclined to um, think is problematic. Oh. I think this could be frisky. <laughs> oh, frisky. me too. Me too. Frisky first quarter. That's it. Um, friskier if it was in LSU, but I, I don't. Exactly. I'm not. I'm not buying into it too much. Enough. Oh yeah. Uh, Indiana at number seven, Michigan Saturday, seven thirty on Fox. Uh, I, uh, no way. No way. Michigan's fuming of the last week. Yeah, I think this is a big win. They they have to. So blue. Either that, or they fold up into their shelves and spin in free fall, as Michigan programs have done in the past. But they're, they're still in this thing, though. They went out, they, they'll probably still crack. I, I think them coming in at seven is going to give them focus that, that you know, if they would have come in eight, nine, ten, if you realize season over. But, you know, they, they, they still have Ohio State out there. Ohio State does play Michigan State. They think Crazier things can happen. You're both right. Yeah, I, I don't think it's going to happen, but the question posed is which do I think is the best top two possibilities of things going totally wrong? The bottom two are mine. By the okay. way, breaking news, the Heat just won by 15 points. Next. Nobody cares. Uh, number four. Say, no, no, get the goddamn line right. That's for Matt. Go Heat, bitch. That's for Matt, though. That's for Matt. Hey, Matt. How you doing, buddy? Go Sixers. Anyway. Um, finally, number four, Oregon at Washington. Saturday, seven thirty, ABC. It's on the list. What the fuck? Uh, I, I, mu- I must have overlooked it. See, how, this dare, is, how dare you, buddy? Real analysts and professionals roll with the host as they're supposed to do. Look, I no, got a list. I, will say, I don't need a list. You just made a list. I will say that I'm able to perform without said list, and I have no fear whatsoever because it's not Oregon State, and they've already lost to Stanford. So right. no. I'll say yes on this one. List. <laughs> EJ. Oh, come on now. Let's go. Oregon. All right. Um, before we get to some of the NFL discussions, um, this one kind of fell in there because he he calls NFL games, but he's also calling baseball games. And for whatever reason in the past, <laughs> Kyle's going to, you know what, just, just kind of start drinking out of the bottle, Kyle. Don't even, I'm down 7-5. Don't down. even bother going to the cup. Um, well, hey, props for calling me by my number. That was cool, EJ. The height too. I've seen so much Joe Buck hate this week. 
Like I'm gonna come. I think I'm gonna, I, I don't get it. I've I've never gotten it. So can somebody maybe like I'm a five year old child? Can somebody explain to me the Joe Buck hatred? Because I don't get it. Well, EJ, since you're a Joe Buck lover, should I just take this so we can move on with this damn segment? Right ahead. <laughs> so here's where it starts for me personally. First of all, whenever I've heard him interviewed, he's come on Callan Cowherd's show a couple times. I'll give the guy a little credit. He makes it tough to dislike him. He seems like a nice enough guy or whatever. But let's be honest. If his name were Joe Smith and not Joe Buck, he never would have made it to, the, uh, to uh, the record, or excuse me, the career path that he has. There's number one. The other piece is, it smells great, man. Don't hate Maker's Mark. Oh, I, I, I'm uh, with you, brother. <laughs> so, I'm only two hours away from you, so yeah, I smell it. True, true. So, as far as him calling baseball games, I obviously don't watch baseball. Maybe he, he could change your damn life. During one of these interviews with Colin Cowherd, I've heard him also admit that he does not prepare to call games, which means he is leaning entirely on his staff. Now, I don't know how true that is or isn't, but this is words from his mouth, so I'm very confused on how to take that. And finally, the complete and other overreaction, even before he was a Disney employee, actually Fox Sports didn't get bought up, but you see what I'm saying. He might as well be one. With the whole thing where Randy Moss pretended to moon the crowd in Green Bay. Water is a oh, disgusting Green. act. My that's man, the, I thought you had that's, it. That's the one. That's the one. That's the one. Now, let's keep in mind, this isn't going to be a stupid situation the moment that you make it possible to defend Randy Moss. This is not a guy who should be. This is straight cash homie guy. And I know he's a great player, and he was probably a tough teammate to have because he was great at his job. At least this is kind of something I've heard Colin Cowherd portray on his show about working with him um, as an analyst. You know, he's, he's, he's tough to work with because his standards are so high. Now, granted, Colin Cowherd wouldn't have been present when he said something to the caterer in Tennessee about how he would feed this food to his dog during his last step of his career, but we don't have to, we don't have to uh, tear the man down. The punchline is, the crowd did much worse to Randy Moss by actually mooning him and giving him the finger as classy Wisconsins do. And all he does was pantomime a moon. Now, granted, you this, this day and age, he damn sure would have been slapped with 15 yards. Oh, sure. Um, and if they want to do that, you think that's taunting? Um, and if they want Hell, to Hell, in today's that, NFL, they probably would have shot him on the field like a horse who broke his leg. Oh, my God. Yeah, right? <laughs> but at any rate... Um, even if it got laundry back then, I don't know. I, I would have disliked it, but I don't know that I would have been mad at it. I wouldn't have hit the clip again, Jim. That is a disgusting act. That is not the direction I would have gone. And even to this day, sir, Joe Buck himself regrets even making that comment. So if you wanted a microcosm of why we should hate on Joe Buck, there you go. Joe Buck yourself. Um, I was hoping you would deliver that. <laughs> um, like I, I never, I never said necessarily like loved or hated the guy. I never understood the hate. Um, Did I give you insight? Yes, and and okay. and I, I can I can understand like the nepotism thing that that people don't like about him because it's one of the things that I dislike about Jack Collinsworth. 
Um, oh God, he's he, oh you're at one hundred percent correct. Well done. Yes. Self <laughs> Like he, yikes. Um, and I only have I'm only subjected to it more because I he's on the Notre Dame on NBC calls. Oh, you gotta be! I'm so sorry. Jim. Well, he's on the he's like on the pregame and the halftime show, so I can kind I'm, of avoid I'm, it. But like it's, I feel like it's only a matter of not if you're a fan. That doesn't count. Like I feel like it'll, it's only a matter of time before he before he finds his way into the booth for that. Um, Sorry, Jim. So like I I I get that portion of it, but like for me, and and over the last couple of years, like he's done a lot of he's done a lot of interviews on Dan Patrick. He's done a great couple of interviews, great um, interview with Howard Stern, and Mm -hmm. um, on one of the ones with Stern, like he talked about. when he had like he did like hair plug surgery and he actually uh one of his like vocal cords um got like paralyzed and he literally almost literally lost his voice um and i feel like since then i, I like because i think it was like 2012 ish to me like i feel like there's a different there's a different joe buck now than there was before where I feel like he kind of appreciates what he does more now, and he has a little bit more of a sense of humor about himself. See the show Brockmire, things like that. So, um, like I said, I've never understood. I've never understood the hate. You know, I. I um, Do you understand it better at least? A little bit, a little bit. I. I okay. It's at least. I, I. I appreciate an opinion that isn't just he hates my home team. Oh, dude, dude, dude. Because that's I, that's I, what a, like that's what a lot of a lot of people present to me when especially it's in baseball, especially in baseball. That's pretty much apropos. Oh, well, and, and thank you for filling that in, EJ. I couldn't have provided that. I appreciate that. Right. But like, listen, if we're going to knock anybody for being Homer is bleep on calls, that's Aikman. OK, let's be clear. <laughs> but like. So that yes, yeah. I, you know, I've never, I've never got, I've never gotten it with, with Buck. EJ, any any thoughts on Joe this? Buck, you know, I I get the hate because he sounds condescending, and whatnot. But and, I, and if we, I'm sorry, I don't mean to cut you right, off. Please okay. don't bury my lead in saying he's hard to dislike. Like when he's in an interview and someone's talking to him and he's being a dude, I would listen. I would take this bottle of Makers and go to his house right now and talk to this guy. Well, for me, right. For me, Joe Buck is a good luck charm for me because one of my all-time playoff runs in sports history was the 2007 New York Giants Super Bowl championship run. And every single playoff But that didn't end well for you. Why do you like it so much? Shut up. Um, (laughs) um, Every single game that we played, Bucks, Cowboys, Packers, and even the Super Bowl was broadcast on Fox. Right, because the NFC is on Fox. he, He broadcasted all four games, even the Super Bowl. So it was kind of like a, it was kind of like a, a, a Gluck Trump, you will like he was, he was the voice of that run for us. Last last so, thing I'll add up to me, is remember, me personally. So yeah, last thing I'll add to on the 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 reasons why list for Jim. Would you rather have Jim Nance or Joe Buck calling your football game? Man, I love Jim Nance, man. Yeah, Nance would you rather man, have man. Al Michaels or Joe Buck calling your football game? Al Michaels, if I get the old Monday football crew with Dan Deardorff and uh, Frank Gifford. Uh, I was going to say, uh, well. Because I love that fucking team. I love if, that team. If I don't get, Dan Deardorff is not that good. I said it. If I don't, no, no, no. If I no, don't no, no. get to dig so, in. So there's some truth to that, but he, with the right pairing, he fits. He was good with Greg Gumbel, okay. and he was good with 
Greg Gumbel is probably the single most underrated talent, and I take him over Joe Buck. And both you haters so. are going to leave Pat Summerall off the list because you're both hater ass. Whoa, 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 that might, be, that might be the most credible thing you've ever said. In fact, he has my greatest call of all time at Council Park, 1990 NFC title game. The kick right. is good, and there'll be no three-peat for the Niners, of course. Thank you. Yeah, don't, 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 dude, Madden and, Madden and Summer all together? My the God. Of all time. Dude, the greatest of all time. my God. Put Fucking some res- a. Put some respect that, on that. Dude, that they are they 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 are a ear orgasm for me when I listen to them. Talk. Dude, I, was... I, I literally wa- watch old games on YouTube solely to listen to them talk. I'm dead serious. For years, I've been doing this. I don't. I can, do, I'm, I can... They're amazing. I'm gonna make you guys choose viol- choose violence with this take. You Uh-oh. know Pat Summerall's only limitation, John Madden, that he was paired with that overrated John Madden. I said it. John Madden was great for a little while. Please. John. To me, and uh, Kyle, I actually see where you go on this. When Madden went to Monday Football, is when he had to me, he went downhill from me. I'm not saying Ever. John Madden is the best play by play guy. I'm saying that the duo of Madden and Summerall together. Correct. Is Madden fantastic. with Summerall was, was, was a elite. And, and a lot of what Madden, that was due to the Pat Summerall. Absolutely correct on that one, though, Kyle. Pat Summerall, the golden voice. That's yeah, all. I'm the saying it's. Voice. It's the pairing. It's not Madden. It's the pairing. What made him so great too is that even in those moments, like for example, I was just talking about the, the you know when he when the Giants and Niners in, in 1990 in the game, he wouldn't even yell. He just, just his, but his voice translated so well. Which he is, didn't need to. You're which is what hurts. Right. It's which is what hurts Al Michaels now because he's paired with that freaking windbag Chris Collinsworth every Sunday night. That made night. me cry. That, so, that hurts. So, so I've come. I've don't, come to a better don't. place. Dude, they, they, if you find old tweets of me from like 10 years ago, you find tweets of me like cussing out Chris Collinsworth. Don't. I've come to a better place than Chris Collinsworth these, in recent years. Shut I don't up. love him. I don't love him, but I've come to a better place than, as, as of late. Even after he's released that farced pro football focus and has unleashed Mike Flory on the world, you like him better? I, 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 I don't follow that. I don't follow the bullshits. I don't care. I'm just saying, I'm not. In, well, he's in, one of the, uh, 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 the uh, main. Um, Entities associated with it, just so you know. Right. Collinsworth is awful. It, it it's not good either way. There's no there's no redeeming qualities about it. I am a big Al Michaels guy though. Al Michaels with I love Al Michaels, man. You better believe in miracles, motherfucker. I fucking yeah. love Al Michaels. Fan. Uh for those that care, going into the uh bottom of the fifth, six nothing Braves, so that one looks like it might be my finishing up here tonight. Um all right. Looking at the NFL, before we get to games, um, the Saints with a big win against Tampa this uh, this past oh, weekend yeah. find Tom themselves. Brady doing Tom Brady things, right? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> they got me. Um, that's why he's he even grumpy. warned you. I even warned you, but you decided to double down. Gotta How about you give me that Trump impression again? <laughs> Anyways, go Don't ahead. Be rude. Don't be rude. Um, sign my son. The what's up, little buddy? Um, the Saints. Good to see you, Tom. I mean, with a big win, find themselves not only in a playoff discussion, 
but find them back in the discussion, a half game currently out of first place in the uh, in the NFC South. But, but, um, they lose Jameis Winston for the remainder of the season. So now your quarterback options, unless you sign somebody, which I don't even know who's out there to sign, but unless you sign somebody, your quarterback options are Trevor Simeon. <laughs> um, fuck. Why did his name just go out of my head? Who's the guy they keep bringing in on those stupid packages? Kevin Newton. <laughs> no. Um, son of a bitch. If it makes you feel better, Jim, I'm totally blanking on it too. I don't know either. Oh my god. I don't know either. Uh, I'm pulling it up right freaking now. Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill. There he is. Trevor Simeon. Taysom Hill. Or Ian Book. <laughs> Did you hear a rumor about Philip Rivers? Might like, consider taking a phone call. If I'm, if I'm Philip <laughs> Rivers, I'm answering. Show, the I want the record to show that the Notre Dame guy laughed the hardest at Ian Book. Yeah, because I'm the one who had to watch him every week for three and a half seasons. He got some history <laughs> from that guy. Yeah, it was good three years, but I don't think at it least, was because of Ian Book. At least you weren't in a pickle. <laughs> That's a Jimmy um, Clausen joke for those. Yeah, that no. Yes, we we, we got yeah, it. Right. We, yes, we got that. We got for it. the audience. Damn it. Thank you. <laughs> um, if I'm the Saints, I'm calling Cam Newton. I'm calling Philip Rivers. I'm calling Drew Brees at NBC. <laughs> um, <laughs> call Tony Romo while you're call at Call Tony Romo. Not? He's he's, he's not answering calls. He's a nope nope not taking those call calls. Eli, what you call Eli? I was I was just gonna make that joke. See, damn. I mean, you know the uh, oh. the Manning family in New Orleans, man. Um, I mean, if the Jets didn't already snag Joe Flacco, <laughs> right? Trade okay. deadline come and gone. Go no trades. He's done. He's done. <laughs> no, um, that's always gonna be a punchline. It's never. Yeah, man, <laughs> um, can the can the Saints keep this thing rolling with Trevor Simeon? And 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 Taysom Hill and company. I let me go first. Maybe quick, be quick. Go ahead. Please. I have faith in Sean Payton to get the job done to get to the playoffs. But they're a one and done team in the playoffs. Want to get there? Okay. okay. I mean, this team in my, my top ten this week because of Sean Payton. Sean Payton and that, and and their defense is playing okay also too, um, in spots. Um, yeah, they, they get the playoffs, but that's that's their ceiling. Their ceiling is a wild card game, and they're done. I'm gonna see need to see who you left off before I condemn or confirm uh, your choice of number ten for the Saints, but that's a pretty big ask. Um, and the ironically, Chiefs. too, I the Chiefs off. Say again. Not the Chiefs off. I'm and shocked, the Titans actually. <laughs> and the Titans too, because of uh, Derrick Henry. Yeah, yeah. Well, Oof. I mean, they. We we'll get to the Titans a minute, I'm sure. Um, but see here here. Hmm, EJ basically said it. I'm trying to put a more creative spin on. It, and I can't do it. But the Saints are playing more defense than I would expect as well. So Sean Payton's doing his thing with the offense, and in light of that happening, can somebody get the get freaking Sean McVay out of my ear canal for a while? Okay. <laughs> oh, look, I'm doing great now that I have a good quarterback. Yeah. And, you know. Sean Payton, Sean Payton Say again? Sean Payton, coach of the year right now. Coach of the year. A little early for that. I need to see more than one, you know, random win 
uh, for that to happen because they do have the weakest they have, among the weakest secondaries in the league right now in Tampa. But they also and, as have, evidenced by Trevor Simeon outplaying. They also Yavor. have two RB two of the biggest big ones of the year, both against Green Bay and against Tampa. The Green same. Bay was a fluke, but you you do have. Okay, a, wait, if we, you look at just the sacks, the game uh, happened. Stats. The game happened. Those Cal. So I mean, this isn't college football. Did, did they play the game? That's it. They play the game. I'm not saying they're good because I think they're they're one done team, but they do have two biggest wins of the, of the season. So since you're going to say that, I'm only going to respond by saying so we can move on to the next topic, and I can get my dunk on you in again. Yeah. You can't. Um, you old. <laughs> old. Um, and, you're, and you're seven five. Come on now, dude. You're cheating. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, this is what happens when Muggsy Bogues tries to cover George Marisan. Anyways. Um, the <laughs> two references nobody's gonna really know except for probably you guys and some of our. I don't, I, don't think, I don't think Jim knows that reference. So what the fuck are you talking about? Oh, what basketball, buddy? <laughs> um, Andre the Giant and the One Two Three Kid. There you go. There you Ooh, go. I like that. That's good. <laughs> so, <laughs> See, Jim, Jim's white. He's impressed. Look at him. Or, or Paul White and One Two Three Kid. I'm proud of you, Kyle. But, <laughs> but um. The, the the main uh, shoot I, I oh yeah here we go so if the Packers go out and and have a horrible game how did Sean Payton's coaching make that happen no that was a psyche thing but I am more than happy to consider him a candidate in the event they make the playoffs we've done that before I'll put One I'll time. put it's an option call on the stock market all right I like that. Um, yeah, I, I think if if the Saints if the if the Saints find themselves into the playoffs, they'll they'll quickly find themselves out. Um, with 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 this current team, if it's a shootout scenario, I I really would need to see the opponent before I can sign off on that. I mean, right now, who's your NFC number two? Well, that's the thing. If they play the Packers again, which fit that well, the Packers which fit that would be. Profile, they're not going to let that ish happen again that happened in week one. So that's not an option, right? Uh, if it's a team like the Cardinals, who are suddenly far more limited on defense than they were, rip JJ. Um, um, and a shootout occurs, it's Sean Payton in, uh, versus Cliff Kingsbury. I don't care what Kyler Murray's doing. Well, right now, again, we're sitting here not even at the halfway mark of the season. But if the playoffs started today, I love this part of the song. Um, it would be the Cowboys hosting the Saints. Cowboys win, going away. Um, Give me the Cowboys in that one. I'm not going to answer that question until I know who's at quarterback because the whole Cooper Cooper Rush, what's his damn name? I don't know. He's got a great beard, by the way, Jim. I'm sure you love it. <laughs> but um, with him starting in a playoff scenario that has to be accounted for, and you're asking for me to go Sean Payton versus, versus Mike McCarthy, bruh. Okay, um, and you still have yet to have your air quotes best veteran defensive player on the field. Micah Parsons, great though. Don't get it twisted. Um, and if if the the Cowboys win that game, I believe it would be Micah Parsons. That would be the difference. Um, but that's not a gimme. I would pick the Cowboys to win, but the Saints would cover. Maybe. Okay. Um, but yeah, I I don't. I, I I don't have a lot of faith uh, in the current quarterback situation. I I just nor I, should you. You know, to me that that that's that that is a hard 
That is a hard play. Um, and by the way, if Dak if Dak is starting, yeah, never mind. All I everything I said. Was I mean, he's that. he's set. He's going to be healthy this week and playing. So I don't think that is going to be. I don't think it's going to be a long term issue for him. Um. All right, let's I go just to want the, to make the beard joke. <laughs> let's go to the games this weekend. Um, week nine, the teams on a bye: the Bucks, the football team, the Lions, and the Seahawks. Although the Lions, the you, although right. the Lions, you could argue were on a bye last week, but um, that's neither here nor there. And the bye is still favored by two touchdowns this week. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you ain't kidding. Um, boy, Jared Goff, that 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 has to be a harsh reality sitting in right now. Is the air's turning colder in Detroit, and your team's getting worse? Going, man, I miss Los Angeles. Um, but let's, let's... DJ, tell Big Jim what I used to say about Jared Goff, if you can. He's uh, a game manager. I blank at golf. <laughs> I scoff at golf. Right? Yeah, yeah, something that something to the fact. Yeah, I remember that. It sticks. Um, <laughs> the the three and four Falcons at the five and two. New Orleans Saints, who are a six-point home favorite, 42-and-a-half is your over-under. This one Sunday, 1 o'clock on Fox. This, much like a couple of weeks ago, gentlemen, not the best NFL slate uh, for this upcoming weekend. Um, I think the Falcons can cover. The Saints are going to win this game. Uh, I'm going to take the over because I need the fantasy points with uh, a couple of people. <laughs> EJ, I have you over this one. On this one, um, I'm with you also. I think, I think Atlanta can cover this game. Honestly, Saints win, but uh, Falcons cover. I beg your pardon. What's the number for over under? Forty one and a half. Forty two and a half. Oh yeah, Damn it. yeah never yeah. mind. Pick the because if it was in the fifties, I'd be like, gentlemen, I got news for you. I'm taking the under. But that being okay. said, I mean, Kyle Pitts is amazing, and as 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 washed as Matt Ryan appears to be because he has no protection, um. He's still going to make plays because of Kyle Pitts. Um, it's going to be a shootout, um, but at the end of the day, the slightly better defense and coach is Nolens. Um, I have them winning the game. I'll, I'll take Atlanta to cover because they'll blow it in the fourth quarter because their defense sucks, and I, too, will take the under because of backup quarterbacks. But they are who we thought they were. Uh, the 4-4, four and four, EJ's 4-4 four and four Patriots. They are three-and-a-half point. Road favorite at the four and four Panthers, who are in a free fall. Forty one is your over under this one Sunday, uh, one o'clock on Fox. Uh, but the Panthers right now, if the playoffs started this weekend, would be in the playoffs. The Patriots are on the bubble, sitting just outside the Los Angeles Chargers. Speaking of teams in free fall, um, yep. But I'm I'm going to take the Patriots here. I you know. I don't think the Patriots are a great team, but I, I feel like they are on the yeah. upward trajectory where the Panthers are just they, – they, the, the, the graph is trending down. So I'll take the Patriots to cover and to win this game on the road. Um, I'll go a slide over as well, over 41. Kyle. The Patriots are in free fall and trending down? Is that what you're no, saying? No, no, no. The Panthers are in free fall. The Patriots okay. are on the uptick. Although they did win this weekend against Atlanta. Well, right. Um, yeah, they're trending down. The fraud cons don't count. Okay, the fraud cons were leading how much of that game? Anyways. They were 3-0. Gentlemen, gentlemen, the the Patriots are in the midst of making a great argument for what I've been saying for a while. We do realize the Patriots last year were a COVID outbreak away from making the damn playoffs. Absolutely. And 
they're on their way with a record quarterback, a rookie quarterback, rather, that might help them sneak into a seventh spot. Now, oh, because they needed a seventh spot to do it. I didn't make the rules, and I'm starting to sound like a, a Patriots fan like EJ defending their weak schedules over the years when Tom Brady was uh, still getting ousted in the playoffs before his second run of Super Bowl. Um, but I say all the above to say uh, the Patriots are more dangerous than you think. Yep. Um, I'm going to call them winning this game. I, I'll say I'll say that they do not cover. But um, listen, death by a thousand cuts is the is the football game that Belichick has always had. He just happened to have a quarterback that learned how to throw long to complete his role as one of the best game managers, not named Joe Montana, to play the game. Mac Jones is there. He's 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 not going to make a lot of mistakes. I know he's had a bad game or two in the season, but listen, this is going to be interesting. Uh, EJ. 24-21, Patriots. All right. So they get the over and Pats win. and uh, But they don't um, cover three and a half. They don't cover, no. Um, Homer. Bill, <laughs> yeah. yeah um, and Belichick – might be Paddock or Piscoche, your uh, resume now, if, it's, if this continues. Uh, there's no – I hear you, and you're not wrong, but they'll never pick it because they, they're they too – they're hating on him too much because of the Brady thing. Of course, yeah. But but you make a good point. He should be considered. I, you even kind of knocked me over with that. I'm like, yeah, I guess you got to. Yeah. Again, speaking of teams that are in free fall, the 4-4 four and four Browns travel to uh, the 5-3 and three Cincinnati Bengals, who are a three-point home favorite, 46-and-a-half. Uh, is your over-under on this one. Man, uh, between the loss to Pittsburgh and Odell Beckham's dad going off on social media about how <laughs> Baker Mayfield doesn't throw him the ball, and now you got Browns players defending Odell and LeBron too. The fan LeBron yeah, and the fan God, and the fans so going annoying. man, one one year of mild success and Cleveland just couldn't handle it. Uh every the wheels are falling off this thing. Um, you know, the, the, the Bengals, a, a surprise loss, at least maybe to some, to the Jets this past weekend. Uh, I, I like the Bengals to get back on track against the Browns team that just is completely losing itself. Um, I'll take the Bengals to cover. Uh, I will take the, the over in this one as well. Um, but the Browns are in big, big trouble, big, big trouble. EJ. Uh, yeah. Give me the under this game first off. Um and I'll take I'll take the Bengals here um to cover as well too, back on track. Kyle, <clears throat> you know the Bengals' main thing is to try to control the one, run and let Baker crash like he always does. I too have the under. Where are the points are going to come from on the Cleveland side? I just don't know. Um, I think uh Joe does his Joe Cool impression. Um, does the want to be Montana thing? Or I should say, I should say second coming of Montana thing. Uh, personality wise. Um, I have under, I have a victory and a cover for the Cincinnati Bengals. Show me something, Cleveland. I don't believe in you. Um, speaking of that, that, that Bengals Jets loss, uh, did you see the guy who bet a thousand dollars that, uh, the, the Jets quarterback would lead the league in passing this weekend and cashed in at 150,000? You know, I mean, if you got cojones that big, may the force be with you. Which also, I look at that, and I go, so that means he literally had a thousand dollars to light on fire because that's basically what he did. Um, that or he's, a lot of Americans make bad financial well, decisions, sure. Jim. But I don't want to make this a political show. Um, <laughs> why? It's fun. Let Let me ask this. <laughs> let me ask this. You know, the Jets obviously invested a lot in Zach Wilson. 
he's out for at least what two more weeks mm-hmm. what happens if the jets rattle off two more wins in in convincing in more convincing fashion is there is there is there a controversy quote unquote in you new york or does that. wilson get the, the the ball back right when he's healthy you would have to think so that there is a controversy. It's a rookie quarterback, right? I mean, am I crazy? I, I, I think so. Yeah. No, no, no. Why? You know. Rookie quarterback. Makes sense. You know, let's put it this way. We live in a world where quarterbacks pull a butt ton of salary. Mm-hmm. Okay? As a rookie, you don't. A good franchise space. will go off of a guy where they've screwed up. Robert Sala in that front office will be tested if Wilson continues to... Well, I should say, shouldn't you, if this guy continues to done well, to do well, while well, Wilson isn't, uh, <laughs> I, I'm. Let's put it this way: in a world where there are seven playoff spots, and if you're trying to make that, you keep him in. If you're still attempting to restructure, and get the highest possible draft pick you'll see Wilson back on the field. I mean, here's the deal. Your next two games. Now, this Sunday, you play the Colts, who are colting right now. <laughs> um, that's not fair. Andrew Luck was amazing, sir. Well, that's true. <laughs> um, so you're, you know, the Jets, and, and again, just looking at, at, at sheer numbers, they're sitting 13th currently in the AFC. The Colts wow. are one ahead of them, then the Broncos, then the Browns than the Chiefs. So there's room to move up if you're the Jets. You play the Colts this weekend, then you have the Bills. You have to assume the Bills are a loss. Wait, but, wait, 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 wait. We're doing this now? We're actually making cases for the Jets with the playoffs? I'm not saying the Jets are going to make the playoffs. Where are we going? Mike White's changing the dynamic of that? Wow. But, but what I'm saying, if Mike White has a good game and beats the Colts this weekend, you're going to move above them. And then, you know, if he has... I, I I assume you're losing to the Bills. I'm not assuming that the Jets are going to beat the Bills, okay? I'm not I'm not completely going crazy. But then after the Bills, you have the Dolphins, Texans, and Eagles. That if if Smith looks good against Buffalo, the, and 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 Wilson is due to return against Miami, that becomes a real hard question to ask yourself. Depending on what else happens above you with the Broncos and the Colts and the Browns, who are all three teams that are. Let me save you the stress and the excitement here. Ain't I'm, fucking happening. I'm not well, stressed or excited. We don't have to do it emotionally as you do, my good knee-jerk friend. What I'm trying to say is, you're asking you're asking the Jets to go eight and two in the next ten weeks, ten games. Sorry, the Jets. Okay, uh, Jim, the Jets. I mean, where did you Ooh. have? I'm just saying, where did you have the Bengals? In your power rankings last week, last week I'm at seven. This week nine. You had you only had that. You only had, you had him at seven last week. Yeah, be Baltimore that bad? Yeah, you should get some love. Okay, I I probably would have had them higher. That's so why I was just a little bit surprised. I had the Cowboys, Packers. Uh, well, we'll, uh, we'll 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 get to where you went wrong on this week's in a minute. Cardinals, Rams, Bucks. Really? Again, I'm not saying I'm not saying the Jets are a playoff team. I'm saying that if Smith looks good the next two weeks while he's under center, the Jets have a decision to make when Zach Wilson's healthy. You mean you mean White? White, sorry. <laughs> well, white. when Wilson gets healthy, if if White looks good the next two weeks, the Jets have a have a. We say we see a little more trouble here also too. It's game on the list. Colts win on Thursday night and cover. There you go. Damn. I'm not sure that that's accurate. 
moving on. I think, <laughs> but we'll see. All right, let's moving on. <laughs> let's go to a team that we that we said we would probably talk about because it's the only, at least on paper, good game this weekend. But a yeah. a unfortunate injury probably changes that one pretty pretty damn big. Uh, the six and two Titans travel to the seven and one Los Angeles Rams, a seven and a half point uh, home favorite, probably likely to move again. Uh, if you're if you're not catching this live or on Tuesday. Um, don't take this as gospel. <laughs> you know, re- check these numbers again later in the week. 54 is your over under Sunday night, 820 on NBC and Peacock. Um, at, at seven and a half with, with Derek Henry being out, you, you know, you're, you're going to, and, and I, I'm not, I'm not a crap on Tannehill guy. Like so many people are, but I think you're going to have to ask a lot more out of him against a really good defense. And I, I, I think it spells I think it spells trouble. Uh, I like the Rams. I like the Rams to cover. Um, and I'm probably going to take the under just because I don't think there's going to be enough points coming from Tennessee. Kyle. You know, for this, you make a great point about Derrick Henry missing. Can we please comment that they couldn't probably find a worse week to try to pull this off? Now, granted, Von Miller will probably not be in the rotation yet in their brand new flipping acquisition. That's absolutely an amazing deal for them to do. They're- Bro, the Broncos are basically like, here's some money, give us picks, and let Vaughn play for you for a while. What do I you saw think? how somebody was like, oh, the Broncos are only 4-4. Four and four. I'm like, have you seen what that 4-4 four and four is? The Broncos are a bad 4-4. Four and four. There's a reason they, they, uh, there's a reason they unloaded Vaughn Miller. Yeah, no, they're 4-4 they're, they're four and four with injuries too, man. Like, yeah, they're, they're, what they're hoping for is to get picks and, and put themselves in a position to, to get a quarterback later in the draft that they can hope to develop. There ain't no big name quarterbacks coming out. Ain't nobody that's going to be NFL impressive that I've seen. Um, correct me if you guys think I'm wrong there. But, um, man, listen, you're asking you're asking uh, Ryan Tannehill, who with protection is a good quarterback, just like I've been writing since 2018, 2019, my time with the Dolphins wire. Okay, thank you, Titans, for proving me right. Um, I actually thank Teron Davenport in Jacksonville. <laughs> <laughs> for that yeah <laughs> um cool guy no surprise there um Indeed. but but um yeah for the week to have a back that's also graded protection when you're going against aaron bleeping donald holy christ mm. um i got the under big time and the rams are gonna win um comfortably for a cover ej before I get to my pick, um, I want to. Re- I'm gonna read you something from Facebook today that uh, a little while ago my buddy Cameron McGeary, shout out to my boy Cam, um, posted because I posted my rankings earlier today, and the Titans right now are the number one team in the AFC right now. Right now, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, that a joke. However, however, they're not in my top ten. Good. And, that, and apparently it pissed him off. He said the quote. The Titans are the number one seed in the AFC, and you have four AFC teams ahead of them, including the Bengals. Who just lost the back quarterback to the Jets? So I spotted Derrick Henry says hi from, from IR. Correct. And in 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 your defense, when you wrote that, you probably hadn't heard that they had acquired Adrian Peterson. Oh, I don't, no, 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 no. I, I knew the, the AP. I don't care. Well, thank you for ruining my segue to actually comment on the trade. Oh, question. sorry, sorry. Um, he's such a professional, isn't he, Jim? Just the worst. Oh, I'm a tool. Just oh right, the sorry, worst. Ben Fair. You're Get a it loser. right. 
<laughs> you know, that would have been a great Halloween costume. Like, you know, we 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 dress up EJ as some sort of a tool with a blue handle. And Jim, flash names again. Flash names. Flash names. And 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 um, Jim comes in in a certain tie. We call him uh, Big Tim instead of ben, Big Jim for the night with a home improvement theme. It would have been great. Um, anyway. Uh -huh. um, <laughs> I was hoping for that support. I knew you had something. Um, you suck. Yeah, yeah I do. <laughs> but the uh, the punchline being, um, everyone who's reacting to that and saying Adrian Peterson isn't as good as Derrick Henry, duh. There's only one back who's as good as uh, uh, Adrian Peterson, and the Minnesota Vikings well, wasted no shit. against the Cowboys, right? <laughs> against you say that, but there are people that dumb out there, man. Hold on. And, yeah. and uh, that that running back was neutralized, playing the Cowboys. I'm sure we'll get to that later. Um, so they're going to use a committee system, guys. It just won't be in place yet to play a really badass defense. Yeah, and look, I the 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 one saving grace for the Titans right now is that they have a when you, when you include the tiebreaker, a four game lead with the Colts. The problem is the schedules now in the next couple weeks are going to flip. Now Titans have some tough games ahead of them right now, and then mm -hmm. the Colts going to get a little bit easier now. Oh, their schedule so, for the year is awful. Right. That's, so, therefore, the Colts can still make up ground in the next month right now. And yeah. they, they're playing the football. They, they should have beaten Tennessee this weekend. This past weekend, they should have beat them. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, you, you saw that game play out. But my point is, <laughs> times are done. Times are, times are fucked. Even, even if they make the playoffs, they're, they're not one and done, okay, without Derrick Henry. So, is that, is mean, that simple? Some of us said that would happen with Derrick Henry, but what do I know? Right. So, that said, uh, under... And Rams cover. Easy. All right. Bef go. Before we work our way out of here, um, talking about your your power rankings, EJ. Um, <laughs> like, I'm a Cowboys fan. Oh, you and Corey. Oh, Jesus. Well, that's, no, that's that's a whole separate battle. Have, I, I forgot that I did my first announcement of Filed for Content on this topic. You should have on the show tonight, man, honestly. That, that's, that's a whole separate battle in and of itself. Please don't um, put me within ten feet of that conversation, please. Thank you. Uh, Why? You like that? You look at this shit. Come on. You, you you do not want me to say what I have to say how, about that on the air, look, sir. Moving on. Look, I don't I don't care how much you want to hate the Cowboys. I get that Cowboys haters everywhere. I get it. It's the cool thing to to say that the Cowboys right now are a distant fifth in the NFC. If you want to put them at five. I think right now you're you might be wrong, but I'll give you the Cowboys at five because that's what he said, right? That's what Corey said. He, that's the conversation. Where do you have them? Number two. Not you, dummy. I mean, where? Are the oh, Cowboys sorry, sorry. Yo, uh, look at where where do you five? Dude, come on. Where, <laughs> where, do, where do I currently rank them in the NFC? Yeah, I I would probably put them above Arizona today. Oh boy. Okay. But it's close. Here's the deal. And th th this is what I mean. It is close. Like, it is. If, if you want to put the Cowboys at five, I'm not going to argue with that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But to say that they are a distant five behind Arizona and Green Bay and Los Angeles, that's where I took that's where I took umbrage. You, sir. Ooh, umbrage. Like, um, how how do you how do you look at what the Cowboys have done so far this year and put them at a quote distant? He's using emotion on this whole thing. Right. And, and I, um, right. Corey's my Corey, the contributor to my podcast, so especially he's a great kid. Um, oh, I, did. I enjoyed fan. the show he's you had him on. The Giant fan also, too, so we moved to the same team. 
But the difference between me and him is that I can separate my emotions from what is logic. Now, he, he is a little younger. <laughs> okay? The Cowboys are a very good football team. They are a super contender. Live with it. Deal with it. I, I'm not even ready to necessarily put them in that conversation yet. But I, I don't I, – the, the, the real point I was bringing up here is defend them at number two over Green Bay in your power rankings this week. Please. Green Bay is literally a bad route run from losing that game against Arizona. Okay. Who was the only Ooh. undefeated team that was left? I, I get it. But what Dallas did on Sunday to me was even more impressive. And, and, and sorry, dismissing, yeah, dismissing the Packers and everything they were missing, including Devontae Adams, is oh, just oh, irresponsible. Slow up, slow up, slow up, slow up. Green Bay went up three spots in my rankings this week. No, okay. no, no. I'm trying it to agree with you for once. Settle down, Chief. Oh, okay, okay. I, I, I wasn't the best mode with you. You know that. You <laughs> That's yeah. my bad, actually. Yeah. No, no, no. Green Bay was number six on my list last week. So it, it, yeah, it right. reflects on from where they were to where they are. Dallas, to me, what they did on Sunday, and I'm not saying Green Bay was, was impressive. It was very impressive with COVID and all that shit. But, you know, be, you know winning without Dak on short notice like that, weren't certainly going to play or not. And then. Still winning that game. I'll disagree I, 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 about yeah. the short notice part. Well, okay, look. I, I, I think Dallas I think Dallas knew that Cooper Rush was playing for their for the two weeks they were off. Look, it was impressive. Now he had to slice it. Um and I mean, you want to go two A two B, so be it. But I'm just saying that it's you know, Dallas look, the Super Bowl tiers right now in this league is six teams. Is my top six right now in my on my rankings currently today are the Super Bowl contenders in the league right now. Anything below that is not a contender. So for people that haven't people that haven't seen them, your your yes. top ten is the Rams at one, Dallas two, Green Bay three, Arizona four, Buffalo five, Tampa six. Cut off right there. Boom. But then you got Baltimore, Las Vegas, Cincy, and the Saints rounding out your top ten. You're absolutely asinine for Which having one? the Ravens that low. You're out of your fucking gourd. The, um, did you see the last game they played? I'm just saying. And same. You know, There's I don't. A, it's I, not about Lamar. Lamar is MVP, in my opinion. But their roster Their roster is so dinged up that I can't trust them to look. Are they a playoff team? Absolutely. Are they going to win the AFC North? Most likely, maybe. Most likely. Nice. But well, how can you say but, that? They lost to the Jets. To, to, to put them in the in the in the, in the ilk of the Rams and the Cowboys and the Packers and Cardinals, Bills and Bucks. That's another stretch now, right now, with that roster. They're not, they're not a deep roster right now, which is why Lamar deserves MVP to begin with. I see a lot of games the Bills limping by. I'm saying. But if I may weigh in quickly on this Cowboys piece so I just don't sound like a giant hater, and as the poor bastard who started all this controversy by complete accident on Facebook. Um, I, I live for this shit. <laughs> I'm not in the in, in the ilk of the Cowboys Super Bowl contender yet. Now, oh, that's fine. If I analyze, here's the analogy. One of you, give me give me your favorite Super. Bowl. I'll say Jim in this instance because I have a feeling I'll be uh, having a similar conversation with EJ Christian on the Earnestly Speaking podcast soon enough. Bing! Who's your favorite superhero, Jim? Batman. Batman. Oh, wonderful choice. So, in Batman's case. He has a little bit less of an origin story where he kind of evolves as a hero, but we'll we'll kind of use we'll use the Bale movies um, because you know Justice League sucked. Um, <laughs> the um, the whole situation there when he's going up and getting right with Raz Al Ghul as played by Liam Neeson, he started doing some cool things and he started playing right for justice. 
But until he finally comes across a Joker and wins, I'm not prepared to say he's the champion of Gotham yet. And the champion of Gotham would in case be the champion of Dallas in this instance. I love how you exposed Carolina like a Janet Jackson halftime show. That's wonderful. I enjoy how you did the same. Thank you. I enjoy how you did the same thing with the Vikings, but that wound was far more self-inflicted because these dummies decided to hitch their wagon to the biggest choke artist in the NFL starting at quarterback right now. You like that? Thank you, EJ. That was right on cue. This is chemistry, gentlemen. <laughs> that is good. Um, <laughs> that is good. Okay. I appreciate that at the last... Wait, if they brought in that quarterback at the last minute, did you say? Are you, would you say that they brought in Cooper... In a rush. Oh, talent, man. Um, he's that no, good, folks. So, That's why he's the student of the game. <laughs> so, and, and they're getting the good performance from uh, Micah Parsons and and CD Lamb and, and and all those Amari Cooper, of course, because we got the whole Cooper to Cooper thing. The most overrated and overdisplayed effing stat in my Trade entire effing Trade life. Dak. Trade Dak. He's done. Trade Dak. Done. It, by the way, side note, why didn't I get this kind of stuff when Tom Brady threw a touchdown to Kyle Brady? Okay? <laughs> Anyways. Um, here's some history for you, bitches. Uh, so, <laughs> so they've, they've, they've done enough. They're still in the origin story piece. The Cowboys have not broken off from Ra's al Ghul yet. And I don't know what win that is, but they haven't done it yet to show it to me. But they're a good team. And and listen, going into this season, I told you guys they'd make the playoffs and they would be a sacrificial lamb for a a first-round exit. Maybe win one playoff game in a fluke. They're going to get two playoff wins. They're not going to get past the the conference championship game at this point, in my mind, depending on what the draw is. And, can you know, considering that the top five NFC teams are pretty badass. Just don't give me Aaron Rodgers in the goddamn playoffs again, please. I don't need that in my life anymore. I just don't. I I just don't. so you get the plot of Major League, and you strike out Clue Hayward to uh, to to win the game. I love it. Um, by the way, that movie drop is something that we covered uh, on Hilarity by Default when we did a required viewing for Major League. Ding. Um, here's the deal. I'm and and this may just be me guarded over because of the last 25 years of my life, and I'm just <laughs> I'm 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 I'm, I'm a scared. Um. He's scared. I'm not. I'm not ready to put the Cowboys in in the the Super Bowl contender conversation yet either. But what I will say oh, is, and I will agree with something we've talked about off air, is this Cowboys team through uh, seven games feels a lot different. Yes. Than Cowboys teams in previous years. Um. And and your your boy Corey bringing up about how you know the Packers are a couple of plays from this and a. The Cowboys are a couple of Greg Zerline missed field goals from beating Tampa Bay on opening night. If you want to start going down the couple of plays here in their game. See, but that's the difference. The The Packers can actually hang themselves, hang, hang something up for a win. Whereas your biggest moment of the year, Jim, no offense, is a moral victory. Absolutely. So far. Absolutely. So, I'm, not, I'm not denying that. Okay. Um, you know, so I will say to me, the Cowboys do feel different. This Cowboys oh, team absolutely feels different. Aston answered, listen, if they would not have had multiple renditions of Janet Jackson halftime shows against <laughs> opponents that we thought were good at one point. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and I, like I said, Dak has to stay healthy. I, I, I'm not, I'm not, 
I'm, regardless of what he did in Minnesota on Sunday night, I'm not confident that Riptide Rush is going to lead us to victory in the uh, in the playoffs. You know, trade, trade Dak. Like you know, Dak needs to stay healthy. The defense needs to continue to develop. Um, but like another point that that a lot of people are missing, and yes, I have already seen some of the flaws and faults that are within Mike McCarthy. But Mike McCarthy leading a team into the playoffs to me feels a lot different than what Jason Garrett was leading teams into the playoffs with. There's or a, even this year with Cliff Kingsbury, like he hasn't been tested like that. You're absolutely right. That Mike McCarthy's won a Super Bowl. Yes, he had Aaron right. Rodgers. Like I get, like I get it. There's, there's, but he has won a Super Bowl. He knows what it t- it takes to lead a team through the through the uh, NFL playoffs. Yeah, Jason Garrett didn't have that. Jason Garrett knew what it was like to take a team to the playoffs and lose in week one. I know what Jason Garrett had. A pair of hands. <laughs> um, but uh, I, I wouldn't put the Cowboys, if I did power rankings, I would not put them at number two over Green Bay. To me, Green Bay um, is a better team. You know, I'll do it for you. There you, um, go. There you go. You you. I love I love that from you, Patriots fan. I love that from you. Well, he certainly couldn't be a Giants fan. No <laughs> Giants fan would ever do that. Uh, anything else, gentlemen, before we close this thing up? Um, the yeah, we did hit the Adrian Peterson thing. Yep, I think we're good. All right. Yeah. You you tell me, show host. <laughs> I think we're good, EJ. Tell them where they can find all the things that you do. Earth Speaker Podcast, of course. Uh, we're going to be finishing up my football awesome episode. I just got this air off this call to talk to Kyle. I do the student report, and then they'll be up uh, tomorrow morning, uh, as well as my wrestling podcast, Take Three Wrestling. Um, Big Jim will be on the show next week with us um, on, on the show as Mike. I, think, I believe Mike won't be able to make that episode. Um, Can you guys do a, a conversation about a simulated match between Andre the Giant and the 123 Kids? <laughs> we'll do that just for you, Kyle. It's possible. Um, I'm, of course, I'm on Twitter at EJQuestion7. Love conversation about anything, anything, Adam. Uh, and yeah, great time as always, guys. I love it. This is a fun episode tonight. Love it. Kyle, what do you got? Hey, man, listen, I'm still surprisingly sober. I didn't have to get that drunk. Granted, um, my, 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 my shoulder's a little bruised from dunking on EJ so many times. One more show left, buddy. <laughs> show fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah, I, and listen, I, I love that you had that bite ready for that. It, it just poured salt in the room having to talk about that damn committee again. Of course, you guys can find me on Twitter at. Oh wait, hold on, I did it all wrong. I got a name here first. Kyle Nass, the student there we go. You can find me on Twitter at the SOTG. Find me on Instagram as the same the SOTG. Find me on Facebook as the Student of Game. Check out my work with the three point conversion. That's the number three. Three point conversion And of course, check out my stylings uh, talking about pop culture and movies with Hilarity by Default, my friend Demosthenes Euclid on the Hilarity by Default YouTube channel. Don't feel excluded, DJ. And of course, check out my work with the Captain and Company Morning Show and A7B on Sports on OldSchool101.com. Also, A7B on Sports on Facebook as well. Yes, got to make sure Check, please. That. I, got, nope. I got a little scolded uh, by the captain the other day for that. Captain Chris Hill, my good friend, of course. We are doing all sorts of stuff with sports and local politics and, and goings on in the Central Florida area all around. Um, but gentlemen, great times all the way around. And um, listen, I learned plenty, even though I schooled both you guys plenty. Uh, but until next time, class dismissed. All right, you can, of course, you can find me at Big Jim Sports. You can follow the show 
on uh, social media at Outlaw Podcast on Facebook and Twitter. You can also uh, subscribe to the show on all podcast platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and everywhere else. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Get our merchandise at whatamaneuver.net. You can find our home network, NGSC Sports at ngscsports.com. And our secondary home is, as always, the Leib Sports and Music Network, L-E-E-I-B Sports.com. Until next week, stay safe, stay smart, and go for the win.